Good evening, Talk Nation. I am your host, like always, Tim Small, and today we have two topics, plus a Today in History and maybe some other stuff. Well, you know how the show is. If you've been listening to episode one and two, it's kind of random. I just talk about whatever and anything I want, basically. And uh, today, um, if you listened to uh, last episode, today I'm going to be talking about and giving an update on Hurricane Florence that's hitting the Carolinas. Um, I hope you enjoy the show today, and also, I know it's not Halloween, but we also have a special topic for you. Um, leading up until, until October for, uh, Halloween, we're gonna keep talking about, uh, scary stories throughout the episode, so I'm gonna give you one scary story throughout each episode now, leading up to Halloween, for our Halloween Day Special, and I hope you're all listening in for that, because that's when the nation is gonna have its most fun. Trying to scare the crap out of you. So, let's get down to business. Um, let's get, um, let's give an update to Hurricane Florence that's hitting the Carolinas. Um, right now, the hurricane looks to be devastating the Carolinas right now. Um, what I'm reading here is about 34 people have died as a result of Hurricane Florence, with 26 of those deaths in North Carolina. That's 26 in North Carolina. I cannot believe that. That hurricane is on a rampage. Hopefully things start to get better and that hurricane leaves and no one else has to die because of it. Now, that hurricane's destroying homes, and I just don't want to see the Carolinas wiped out and, you know, destroyed, but let's, let's keep on reading here, let's see what they, let's see what's going on so far, authorities in Virginia have said one person was dead after an apparent tornado, the first fatality attributed to Florence, not in the Carolinas. So it looks like Florence took also took someone out in Virginia. Damn, it's like a serial killer. It's just going around killing everybody, isn't it? Shit. On Sunday night, um, authorities found a body of a. You guys aren't gonna like what you're gonna hear right now, so uh, stay with me. They found a body of a one-year-old in Union County. His mother has escaped her car with him after the vehicle was washed away by floodwaters. But then she lost her grip and the body was swept away. Authorities said Governor Roy Cooper confirmed all the North Carolina deaths in a press conference Monday. And that's uh, Governor Roy Cooper. He confirmed all the deaths for North Carolina. 
<clears throat> and looks like all the deaths for all the other areas too. So Hurricane Florence is completely taking out a lot of people. You know, it's not up there in the thousands yet, but it's devastating homes, it's flooding waters, it's killing family members. Um, you know, if you care at all, keep listening in and I'll keep giving updates on Hurricane Florence while it's still around. And, <clears throat> sorry about that. And let's all have our heads down and pray for a little bit, just for those people in North Carolina and uh, Virginia, it looks like. Let's hope that they don't lose any more people and they can survive this freak of a storm. But Hurricane Florence is devastating a lot of people, so hopefully it doesn't devastate anymore. And hopefully I can keep you updated on more stuff like this. If you want <clears throat> to... Oh, sorry about that, I'm losing my voice. <laughs> if you want to... If you want to keep an update for yourself, just uh, go on your computer or your phone, look up Hurricane Florence and see what's going on, and if you find something interesting that you want me to talk about for Hurricane Florence that I haven't found or said throughout my last episode and uh, this one, then please... Send me an e send me an email at talknation2394 at outlook.com and I'll be more than happy to talk about Hurricane Florence and keep you updated. Now Let's mo let's move on. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep looking for more stuff on Florence, but let's move on. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm losing my voice. Let me get something to drink. Okay. Let's talk about a topic that uh we all love. That hopefully you all love. Um, we I I bring it up in like every in. I want to bring it up in like every episode. I brought it up in number one and number two. Um, we're going to do a Today in History again. Now, I know you, you guys are probably like, why the hell is he doing Today in History all the fucking time? And at, in his number one and number two episode, he did it. Now he's going to do it in number three. Well, fuck you. I'm going to do it anyways. And remember, not PG, rated R. All right, let's see what what we got today in history. Today in history, a geyser gives Expedition a spectacular show. Now, if you don't know what a geyser is, and I have no idea if I'm saying it correctly, I don't give a shit. 
But it's basically a big compressed thing of water that shoots up in the sky. And today in history, in 1870, it looks like, that's what it's telling me, gallons of boiling water shot up 120 feet into the air. And it was named Old Old Faithful. God, I can't fucking speak today. What the fuck's wrong with me? (laughs) I'm losing my voice and I can't fucking say words. Jesus Christ. It gave them an outstanding show. It repeated a regular... Non-stop. It kept shooting water up. Now, that was in 1870... And that's a today in history thing. But 120 feet in the 125 feet in the air, god damn. You know, when that shoots up, imagine sitting on something, you know, where the water's not gonna boil you alive. Imagine that thing just shooting your ass in the air, 125 feet in the air. Now your ass is fucking toast. You're probably gonna fall down and just splat. No. It'd be, it'd be fun if you're like in a t- you're one of those uh, rubber balls, you know, you're those big rubber balls you can buy at the store or something. You wait for it and shoot your ass up in the air and you fall and hit the ground. Oh, God, that would suck. It would be fun at the same time. <clears throat> I know it's boiling water, so it's so you're probably going to want to like something metal on the bottom of that when it shoots your ass in the air because if not, that's going to pop that ball. You know, an idea for all you rednecks out there, you know, you're looking for a good time, try to figure out how to get shot up in the air 125 feet with a damn geyser. <laughs> That's today in history. That was on this day in September 18th in 1870 that it shot up 125 feet into the air, and today it is called Old Faithful. But let, let's also move on in some uh, today. Let's also move on in history-wise. Uh, people born in history. Let's see. Let's see if we if I recognize anybody famous, or if you recognize anybody famous that I talk about. Let's see. Uh, who was born today in history? Bear with me, I know I'm being a bit slow. Alright, it looks like I found someone you you all may know. Um, I don't know if I... I'm going to try to say his last name. I don't know if I'm going to say his last name correctly. Uh, 
But go fuck yourself. I'm going to do my best, damn it. Um, today in history, Jason Sadusky was born in 1975. Uh, some of you may know him as Daniel Jason Sadusky. He's an American comedian, actor, screenwriter, and producer. In the 1990s, he began his career in improv comedy. Um, I don't have a list of his movies, but if you recognize the name, then you've seen his work. Very good actor. Very funny guy. But... He performed at Comedy Sports in Kansas City and is with the Second City in 2003. He was hired as a sketch writer for Saturday Night Live, and we all know what Saturday Night Live is. That that is a magical place, and it's funny as hell. They're always doing their improv. They're always doing random shit on Saturday Night Live. If you haven't seen Saturday Night Live, you need to see it. Otherwise, fuck you. But that's people born in uh, today in history. Uh, I'm not going to do many on that one. Now... I know my show is random and I do a bunch of random shit... And sometimes some shows not that long, but I'm gonna try to make it longer and longer. Um, I'm gonna, um, at least not too long. Um, I'm gonna try to do better by next episode. Have more topics to talk about, but we're gonna be we're gonna be moving on. Um, so I know it's not October, but sooner or later, before we know it, it's gonna hit October, and it's gonna be close to our favorite time of the year, Halloween. Halloween is the best. It's the only time you can dress up as a kid and get some candy. Now I'm not telling adults to dress up as children and go get it and go get some candy. No, 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 no. Adults can buy their own shit. Kids can just go out get free candy. It's the only time of the year you can put on your costumes that you love to play around in and just go and get some free candy from strangers. You know, I know the deal is trick or treat, but when is someone going to actually give a kid a trick? Like, hey kids, you want a trick? I'm not, I'm just going to give you a trick today. I don't really care to give you candy, because the candy's mine. But, uh, before, before I get too weird on that one, uh, let's move on to something else. I'm going to give you a scary story, and uh, hopefully you like it. The scary story is called... I know you all. I know most of you are probably scared of them, and uh, I hope you enjoy the story. Um, the scary story is called Clown. And we're going to find if it's creepy or what. So here we go. I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna start reading, and I uh, hope you enjoy the story, and hope you listen through. So here we go. A few years ago, 
a mother and a father decided they needed a break. So they wanted to head out for a night on the town. So they called their most trusted babysitter. When the babysitter arrived, the two children were already fast asleep in the bed. So the babysitter just got to sit around and make sure everything was okay with the children. Later in the night, the babysitter got bored, and so she wanted to watch TV, but she couldn't watch it downstairs because they didn't have cable downstairs. The parents didn't didn't want their children watching too much garbage. Huh, don't want to watch... Oh, oh. TV rot your mind, kids! Shit. So she called them and asked them if she could watch cable TV in the parents' room. Of course the parents said it was okay, but the babysitter had one final request. She asked if she could cover up the large clown statue in their bedroom with a blanket or cloth. What kind of parents have a large clown statue in their fucking bedroom? Fucking weirdos. Because it made her nervous. The phone line was silent for a moment, and the father, who was talking to the babysitter at the time, said, Take the children and get out of the house. We'll call the police. We don't have a clown statue. The children and the babysitter got murdered by the clown. It turned out to be that the clown was a killer that escaped from jail. If you don't... In other versions of the story, the clown is actually a... <laughs> is actually a, a midget. Uh, a little person. Now, nothing against, nothing against the little people. I like little people. They're kind of cool. You know, I think they can do awesome comedy if they put their minds to it. But uh, let's get back. Who has escaped from a local jail... He hides in the house to avoid capture and poses like a statue to avoid detection. In other versions, the intruder is a murderous sex offender. Okay. He's a murderous sex offender with... Designs on the babysitter. Why the hell does he have designs on the babysitter? It literally says designs. What kind of fucking story is this? <laughs> so, analysis on this is, this urban legend pits a lone teenager babysitter against a male intruder who has suspiciously entered the house. It's disturbing on many counts, not least the hint of pedophile in the revelations that the midget disguised as a clown has been spying and or playing with someone's. Someone's what? Hang on, sorry. Computer's acting up.
Come on, computer. Fucker. Now, children before his presence in the house is discovered. It may be that an urban legend like this one is inspired by real-life events in the 1970s, 80s, and later. The best known is John Wayne Gacy, who during the mid-1970s murdered 33 young men and buried their bodies under his Chicago home. Well, I'm not going to read anymore. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the story. It was short. It was peaceful. It was kind of creepy. And either way, there was no there was no happy ending. Huh. That's bull. But it's an urban legend, and apparently... Being an urban legend, it was created off of John Wayne Gacy. Uh, you guys will know him. He, one of the most notorious and famous serial killers, who killed in the mid 1970s 33 young men and buried them under his Chicago home. Talk about you didn't want to really hide the bodies now, did he? Shit. Well, that's well, that's the story for today, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, and you're listening right now, please favorite this episode. Please favorite my channel. Um, also, you can send me emails at talknation2394 at outlook.com. Again, that's TalkNation2394 at Outlook.com. Um, I'm going to give you more stories like this, and I want to make sure the episodes are long, but I never know if I'm going to have them long or have them short. Um, I'm doing like a, the fourth episode tomorrow, so listen in, and I hope you enjoy. And I'll have way more stuff to talk about, probably another scary story to tell you about so thank you for listening i am your host tim small and this is talk nation and if you are a first listener welcome to the nation i am happy to be entertaining you thank you and peace out